welcome to Real Talk episode 83. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hello, how you doing? I'm good, I hope you are too. And this week I didn't spit my drink, because I, I waited to take one. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things to watch back, because it happened in the first 10 seconds. It's good stuff. My life. So hey everyone, you know what Real Talk is. A couple guys talking about life, God, the Bible, while interacting with your questions that you've asked anonymously via the link www.theremnant.life slash real, R-E-A-L dash talk. Boom. So that's real dash talk, not two reels. Nice. Like reels, like a podcast. Now you confuse everyone again. No, that would have been clever had we named it that. Yeah. But we didn't. So we're excited to be here. <clears throat> 83 episodes in. I know we say a lot of exciting things are coming, but for real this time, as Amazon has begun to deliver packages. Oh, yeah. We, our new set, coming our new set is coming. Piece. Yeah. So could even be as early as next week. We'll see. Yeah, man. It's you guys really are going to be, I think you're going to be pretty surprised. Those are watching on video, those in a podcast format. I don't I never know. notice a difference. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're trying. We're working on things. <clears throat> the biggest thing we're doing podcast-wise, I think, is we're really trying to work on the audio. That's clearly. right. We cut some S's out last week. Um, I hope it worked. We're having a tough time with these these lavalier mics, man. Yeah. Uh, I true. hate them. You know that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I love our old mics, uh, but, mm-hmm. but there is a sound difference. There is definitely a sound difference. So, Take and I also notice you're really quiet. And I then, thought so, too. <clears throat> you are. You, I'm I don't just know. a quiet guy. Well, you're going to have to talk, man. People need to hear you. Know. Or I'm fix not. it at post, post-edit. post Yeah. So. Or during the edit. Whatever. <clears throat> so, um, also apologize. I'm, cl- I'm clearing my throat a lot, man. Allergies are strong. Did not take my allergy pill today. allergy season. It's just a state of allergy. You didn't either? Mm-hmm. As you, you can, can tell see my by puffy eyes. Your, I was going to say red, but yeah, they're puffy, too. <laughs> <clears throat> I, me, same here, man. Yesterday, my entire face turned bright red while I was at a car dealership looking for my new car and it was like I was like turning into some sort of like a red hulk it was uh he's probably good you he's probably like this guy's scared to death take advantage of him but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> needless to say I did not get a car so we'll get back to that anyway off the rails already mm-hmm. we like to start off real talk typically by just talking about how our lives are going. How we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how our lives are doing and going. Mm-hmm. So, what's up, man? What's the good Lord teaching you on the journey of life? Well, first off, I have this little, this little like, sore on the inside of my lip, light in the crease. TMI. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it is just, man, it makes it almost hard to speak, kind of, because I feel like it's it's almost like it's it's in the perfect spot to make it feel like I'm swollen. Like, like my bottom lip almost feels like it's sticking out farther than mm-hmm. usual. So I feel like my words are coming out funny, so I'm trying really hard to speak normal. <laughs> hey, you got to get that wood joke. Oh, yeah, that's right. What was that one stuff that they had? Uh, oh, joke? Like, oh, is that what that is? The stuff that numbed your put- mouth? But it was like, I feel like I had one one time where it was like... Yeah, that's called orange gel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, orange gel. You know what we could use? That stuff that numbs your mouth. <laughs> no, I knew that orange gel, like people put on their, like, their gums, right? Or something? Oh, uh, you can put it anywhere in your mouth. Oh, gotcha. That- okay. So, uh, yeah, man, sorry you're in pain. <laughs> my mind's everywhere right now. I could feel it going like I was thinking about the like, <clears throat> mic stuff. I really just want to get those uh, those ones that can clip on the like, tables. Mics? And, and, yeah, about? and like the arms that come up and just a big old mic right in your face. Well, we have the mics to do that. We would just need the stands. The stands. Because our, mi- our old mics do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to look into different kinds of ways to use our old mics. Good mm-hmm. idea. No, not, maybe not even necessarily the old ones. No, I like, like them. I was my ones. idea. I do like them. We're using those mics at some point. Those we were very nice mics. They are nice mics. I agree. Anyways, um, 
What else is on my mind? Before I get into that, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't think so. Anyways. You're doing better than you were the last couple of weeks. When you were going through your uh, depression. Oh, dude, well, much better. Not, we're not saying depressing time. I would right. say it's depression, right? Yes. Um, definitely doing a lot better, man. Um, God is faithful. And when you decide to actually do what you're supposed to do, you know, God honors that. And I think a lot of my, a lot of that, you know, those depressing feelings and, you know, feelings of hopelessness, it comes, a lot of it, in my opinion, comes, at least from my own personal life, it comes from not being willing to look into how you really feel about things because you feel like, well, I keep saying you as, I mean I, because I didn't feel like I deserved to. And I know that's something I've struggled with for a long time. We talk about, you know, self-hatred and mm-hmm. just always constantly condemning yourself. And when you do that for so long, you kind of, you, 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 it's like a, a switch flipped off to how you feel because even though you know that's how you feel it's like it's already like it's been flipped so it's like you don't even think about it like you might feel it but it, you don't process it to think like oh like that's how I feel or for me it's like I don't deserve to feel that way so then I don't feel that way or I, I try to trick myself into thinking I don't feel that way so like you know just a couple different situations coming up in life and it's making me go man like it's really challenging me to have to go how do I feel about this and um it's been really, it's honestly, it's taken more weight off than put on because you're free, it's, it's, that's where that freedom comes in, right? Like I'm feeling the freedom of actually just processing how I really feel and being able to, to talk about that. Mm. And when you, when you go so long without doing that, like I do, like I always, I feel like I go in cycles. I have times where I have, like I'm good with that and like I can actually tell people how I feel and then I, and then I, you know, I don't know how that happens. I don't know if it's just the slow fade we've always talked about. Or if it's like something like just triggers that, and then I just slowly start to shut down again, and then before mm-hmm. you know, it, I'm back to like that calloused, not thinking about how I feel. But right now, I'm in that place of where I'm slowly coming back up, and I can feel myself being able to think about how I feel <clears throat> and talk about it and talk through things, and that's really cool, man. You know, it's always a choice. We have that choice to really talk about how we feel, and so um, for me, it's it's been really freeing. Um, you know, I've definitely felt a lot less of that um, apathetic, you know, sadness. You know, I think, it, you know, I still have my moments. I think that's that's true. Um, but overall, I'm definitely in a much better place than it was a couple of weeks ago, like you said. Um, hmm. As far as, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I'm super excited about the new studio, man. Um, getting stuff in, and <laughs> we had a funny moment with one of the chairs. We thought it was a floor chair. And oh, yes, that <laughs> is. That was ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah. we got a chair in that re- that's going to be part of the new studio. And we took it out, and Todd sat on it, and he was just sitting on the ground. He goes, this is really low to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked so funny. And then he's like, it's not very comfortable either. And then the legs are actually stuffed into the chair, and you're sitting on the legs. <laughs> I'm glad we told everyone that. But, yes, that did happen. <laughs> it was funny, man. So, I just uh, accepted it. I was like, huh. We did <laughs> <laughs> we didn't order them, so I. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but I figured it out. That was funny. Uh, so, <laughs> obviously, we took you know, 
Stick the legs up, put them on, they're much more comfortable, and they look a lot better a little farther off the ground. So. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a lot better. Yes. Yeah, so. It's pretty crazy, man, what's gonna, what this will look like. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be entirely there, it, different. It's, it's probably going to appear that it isn't even the same room. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so a pretty shocking, almost, in yeah. my opinion. People go, wow. And the cool thing about that is, you know, we had to adjust our plans. We were originally planning on building an entirely separate studio building mm -hmm. that we we're going to use to... Also bless people in yes. the community, nonprofits, and help them, you yep. know, with their social media or their we advertising. Were, we were going to work on building that. And yeah, it just didn't happen. Things, you know, so we adjusted, and, and that's still in the picture someday. Is absolutely, it's definitely the hope. But I think it'll be good. I think people that watch the video will be, they'll be impressed if mm -hmm. everything goes the way we planned. So <laughs> well, I should short sell, it. actually undersell it though. It's, it's terrible. Now, what's, that way, what, what's the blows things away. What's the infamous Johnny Scoville say? I have no idea. Oh, under Chase promise, over deliver. Under promise, over deliver. There it is. I miss old Johnny. He's a good guy. Johnny, if you're watching, I know you're not, but hey, keep making your sauce, man. We actually have some still. Right there it is. I'm looking at it right now. There it is. Mango. The so, mango. Um, and as far as reading, man, I've been reading through Hebrews. Dude, I love Hebrews. <laughs> a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, man. Um, actually, one, one second. I found a verse, well, several. I was like, I was highlighting so much stuff because I was like, man, so good. It just remind me of the hope that we have. Um, let's see. This is five. Let me go through my. Sorry, everybody. Awkward silence. Um, yeah, this is definitely being an area that if we had been prepped, and prepared. <laughs> oh, you know, people like it just off oh, the shoot on the fly. No, one person did. One, <laughs> one, one, person. one, one person's enough for me. Uh, so Hebrews four sixteen, which yeah, is the last the last verse of the entire chapter, says. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I was like, "Dang, man!" Just made me go. It was just inspiring. I was like, "Man, what does it mean to walk in the confidence of grace?" Right? Like they call it a throne. Like we are kings because of the grace He's given to us. Amen. Amen. Like how often do we walk in that in that kingly confidence? You know. So, Not often. You're right. And, and that, you know, talking to myself, looking in the mirror, going, man, you're king, and you're just still slumming away right. so often. And, you know, God's constantly trying to tell me, kid, you know, hey, kid, you know, get out of there. You know, you're meant for more. So a lot of it's always <laughs> just, it's funny because I, I think people tend to look at, when we talk about, like, slumming in the docks, right, you know, and how we're meant for more, you know, kings and queens, we tend to think of, like, I feel like people actually like look at it in a sense of going and doing things that are wrong, like or you know, or considered wrong. Like you know, you're going to like all these bad places, like like bars, for example. Or people just put like these; they put uh, labels on what that is usually. And for me, the way I look at it is, I'm always slumming in my own head. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'm necessarily in the wrong places, but I'm always just with that, like I said, that self hatred. Mindset. Exactly. Yeah. I'm slumming. I'm slumming in my brain. And that doesn't, so then I'm affecting the way I live. Even if I'm not going to those places, I'm still, it's just as bad, you know? Mm -hmm. So I try to keep that in mind, too. Like, Mine's you know, a dangerous place. Exactly. Sure. At least mine is. So that's how I'm doing, man. I think overall, like I said, I'm really good. Like, just diving more into the word, reading through Hebrews has been really cool. Just especially that verse, man. I love that verse. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. How about you, my friend? Well, let's see. Catch up on life. So my car, you guys know that I hit a guardrail. Mm -hmm. uh, well, a couple months ago, yeah. I believe. And 
finally, you know, insurance stuff came through and they totaled it. So the blessing is, is that I got a little more than I owed on the car, which right. is pretty crazy. Pretty awesome. However, I am now carless because I've been looking. And yesterday I went and uh, so one thing is I found myself schmoozed and I thought I was impossible to schmooze. And these two car salesmen guys schmoozed me. And if you're a car salesman watching this, I want to know if you guys actually do what I think they did. I think they <laughs> went on my Facebook, found it, mm -hmm. and looked at my likes, and Just then went outside as I was thinking and started loudly talking about, oh, you seen the episode of The Office? Uh, football, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, weird. You know? And, no cowboys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of it, um, no, they did not like the cowboys, but uh, we did share a mutual hatred of Ohio State. Um, but... So that was interesting. Um, I was like, oh, these guys really like me. You know, and like you don't, and you walk, by the end of it, I'm going, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> but I didn't get the car that I went because we were a little bit apart in price. Mm -hmm. And I decided to stick to my guns. That's so, right. hey, if you know anyone selling a nice car, uh, hook us up. <laughs> hey, this so, guy's car. Yeah, that's, that's been interesting not having a vehicle. And weird, weirdly enough, it takes a little pressure off too. I know that sounds odd. I mean, I got to get rides places, which is right. humbling, but I'm like, hey, I am where I am. I'm not going anywhere right now. That's fair. Um, kind of yep. limits that, that like, on the go, like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I guess that's a, probably what, what it is. Mm -hmm. um, what else? What else? So, doing okay as far as my walk with God and my faith and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. As okay as you can. I'm good on because of him. I know. I've had these odd moments lately of random moments of, of doubt, or not, not necessarily doubt, but questioning things that I haven't questioned in a long time. You know, and I know God's big enough to handle those questions as long as I'm open to continue to seek out the answers. Yeah. So, um, I like that. That's been cool. Um, Does it ever make you uncomfortable to ask those questions? Yeah. No. That's good. Because um, I'm not afraid of, I want the truth. And if I believe God is the truth, then I'm not mm -hmm. afraid to go there because he is the truth. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Um, just thinking about your mouth noises, man. You get the loudest mouth in the world. Oh, like just like even like opening it, it goes like, gosh, dang it, man. <laughs> it's okay. We always say this because people on a real talk joke about it's whenever, true. whenever I eat something. It's, yeah. it's the worst. Um, so what? I can hear it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. You just got a lot of saliva. That's okay. Here's my eye. That's my yeah, eye. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm doing okay. Um, finding myself, it's, I shouldn't say this, but I've been finding myself impatient a little bit, which mm -hmm. I joke about being impatient, but like I, no one would see it, right? So like little things are irritating me, and I think I'm doing a good job of catching it because it's not taking me over, but I catch that it's irritating me. I'm like, why would that irritate me, this little thing, you know? Um, it's just funny. How stuff like that, I'm aware of things like that. And I have caught it. It isn't coming out. Hmm. But I'll, like, why Why is that in there? And if I wasn't aware of it, could I end up hurting people? You know what I mean? Do you think that's happened since you since you had to, like, get rid of your car? Like, since your car has been gone or before that? No. Uh, I mean, I guess the time period. But it's just been the last couple of days. Gotcha. I don't necessarily think it's that because I've actually felt pretty. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. could be lack of sleep again. Who knows? Yeah. Um, one thing that I've been pondering a lot. Those that are close to me I've been talking about, it's probably annoying them. Or I, It's funny how when something's important to you or God's working on you or you're pondering things in life, that it may not be as impactful to other people. But to you in that moment, it's your 
everything. So I've been pondering about how so much of our relationships in life, this is with coworkers, not just talking romantically, friends, mm-hmm. church members, family, is, is complicated by our, our in, or I'm excuse me, our unwillingness to communicate. So I can think of a hundred reasons. So people are constantly passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. They're constantly, one of the biggest problems I think I see in everyone is this idea where I have an expert, let's say I have an expectation of you in mm-hmm. any situation, but I don't communicate that to you. And it's like, I'm expecting you to pass a test that you don't have the answers to. And everyone does it. And it it damages relationships so much. So I'm trying my best to to make sure that I stop that pattern in myself. The moments when, you know, I need to start taking people at the word. If you're going to be passive aggressive or you're going to not share with me your real feelings, then I have to believe that. I've been doing this for, for days now. And also, I want to make sure that when I say something, people can trust that that is the case. So if I say, hey, I'm okay, I'm not upset, that you can believe that. Because mm-hmm. so many times what I've noticed is people always think, think about it. How many times do you think someone's upset at you in a day-to-day thing? Well, they're probably mad. They're fresh. Don't even say because I know you do. Like Todd's mm-hmm. mad about real talk or Yeah, whatever, I was right? going to say, mm-hmm. I, yeah, if I'm being honest, it's probably a lot, I, right? At least a quarter of your day. Okay. Okay, that's a ton, right? Probably for me anyway. So, well, me too, but different yeah. ways. And it's because we're used to people not being honest. Like, people mm-hmm. will tell you they're okay, but then they're mad at you, and they treat you out of that instead of giving you the opportunity to make it right. Right. And, again, I'm trying not to hog all the time, but, you know, those watching or listening, ask yourselves, how many times do you do that to people? How many times do you, to someone's face, say, it's fine, but it's not really fine? And it goes back to if we actually did in the church what God tells us to do, which is if we have a problem with someone, he tells us to go deal with it, you know, to the point that if you were at the altar giving your sacrifice, which to the Jewish people, this would have been way more powerful than this to us, their, their sacrifice of reconciliation even between them and God. Mm-hmm. If you're there doing that, because back then you needed to in the old country, mm-hmm. you need to leave that there, go make it right with your brother or sister before you give that Dude, offering. That's so powerful. And people don't, and I'm telling you, man, even within the church, there is this strange pressure that certain things are weird and we don't need to do them. Yeah, God said it, but he didn't really mean it because it's weird. So like, it feels weird to tell people Hey, I'm coming to you because there's an issue between us and it's creating mm-hmm. bitterness. Anyway, all that to say, it's really been on my mind and heart, and I'm really trying to um, to make sure that I'm not contributing to that problem. And that is an area that I think I was pretty good at, but I also think that sometimes even when I'm controlling my flesh, I make it apparent, and I'm, like, proud of that. So what do I mean by that? So I'm angry at you, let's say. Okay. And... I'm like, well, I'm not going to treat him angrily, but you can clearly tell something's wrong. That still puts a weight on you, especially if you're like, hey, man, are you mad? I'm like, no, I'm fine. It's fine. But it's not really fine. It's, it's, it's the kind of going back to like playing bumper cars and kind of spilling stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, if you guys are out there, I encourage you and challenge you. Let's, let's make a change in our relationships by just being honest with people in love. And if there's a problem, giving the person an opportunity to make it right or I don't know, just mean what you say. Stop playing those passive-aggressive games where we're expecting people to appease us mm-hmm. when they, didn't even, they don't even know how to do it. Right. The best way I can describe it is a lot of times it's like, I give you a test and I want you to pass it, but I'm not giving you any questions. I'm the only one with the questions, but you got to pick the right answer. Right. Right? So like, for instance, if there's something I'm frustrated with you about and I'm expecting you to make it right, mm-hmm. but I don't tell you how to make it right. Or it could, maybe I'm not even upset. Maybe it's like, hey man, what do you want to do today? 
But in my mind, I really want to go to the zoo. Okay. And I'm like, hey, what do you want to do today? And if you don't pick the zoo, I'm, like, you're like, I'm upset. Yeah, right. right? It's just a weird thing. I don't know if you guys have any. We'd love to hear in the comments below if, if this is resonating with mm -hmm. any of you, if you understand that. But it's an odd thing, man. I think so often. And it would make life a lot simpler you're if right. we stopped doing that. I think people look at that as being selfish for some reason. Yeah, but that's what you're right, and I'm glad you're seeing that. We've yeah. been trained to go, but that's but you're still, you're. It's like a kid. You're still holding them to the standard. You're just not saying it. So it's to me, it's like if you're gonna be selfish, yep. just be selfish. Then we can deal with it. Mm -hmm. Don't pretend you're not being selfish when you are. Right. Because then that that's no better than doing it. Mm, Does I that agree. Make sense. Hundred percent. Like so. for example, like like you use like the zoo thing. Like you're right. Like for some reason, even us thinking like. We think that we're selfish because you want to go to the zoo or something. Like we're, we would rather, because we look at it as like being sacrificial to try to like, you know, we'd rather do someone else's stuff. But where's your heart really at? Because you're still not having fun going and doing what other people want to do. Yeah, which is really convicting to me because I can find myself like, you if know, you're gonna do it, do it cheerfully and joyfully. Don't punish people. Exactly. And you are punishing them when you can tell that they're miserable. Yes. Yeah. So that's another great example. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with making what you want to do known. There's nothing yes, wrong with that. Because then you still may end up sacrificing to not do it, but at least people can tell. Yes. So and, I don't and, and I feel like there's a lot more resolve after that. And so that even if you can't, you know, using the zoo thing, since that's what we're talking about, like you say, I want to go to the zoo, but then like, you know, you're with a group of people and say, I don't really want to go to the zoo. You know, so you guys But then you mope and, and right. pout the whole time. Exactly. So like, yeah. <sighs> So, and I think marriages, I have a lot of friends that are married. I get an opportunity to speak into a lot of marriages. And before anyone says anything, you don't have to be married to know biblical truth to speak into marriage. Jesus, Paul, on and on. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, certainly I think it's valuable. But uh, what I've come to realize is, I'm telling you, man, there are so many issues in marriages. And if you're out there married, I'm telling you, take this seriously. If you're about to get married, you have got to communicate. And you have to continue to work it out. And what happens is people get tired of communicating. That's too much work. Mm. So you'd rather be miserable and bitter than do a little bit of work to communicate and compromise. So, so as Christians, you don't have the option. You are called to make things right. Listen, let's say this again. If you don't like it, check it out yourself. Jesus takes it that serious. You are being disobedient. I'm being disobedient. You are when we choose to not go try to make things right with someone that we have something against. Or the Bible says if someone has something against you, that's really the context of that verse. Mm -hmm. If your brother has something against you, go make it right mm -hmm. to the best of your ability. Sometimes you can't, right? But you should right. at least try. And the problem is our pride gets in reminds the way. Like, well, if you're mad at me, I don't want to try. Right. It reminds me of, you know, like trying to make peace with everybody. Or you, best you don't, can, don't yeah. let the sun set on your anger. That's another thing that people don't take like seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he didn't mean that. Come on, man. Yeah. Yes, he did. It wouldn't be in there. Stop making excuses mm -hmm. and acting like, you know, some things are little and some things aren't. Right. So. I, I think I said this a long time ago, but I think it still fits because I think it can fit into so many different things. Uh, I feel like there's no sense of urgency in Christianity, like American Christianity. There's no sense of urgency in, in hardly any aspects of it. And, like, what I mean by that is, for example, like, I can use the gospel. Like, I feel like there's no urgency to, to talk about the gospel with others. Same with this, right? Like you said, like, don't let the sun, like, set on your anger. Like, there's no urgency to go make things right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we just, we so often fall to the idea that there's always tomorrow and there's not, that's not always promised in any aspect of anything of our faith. So, like you said, like, the gospel. You know, if you feel the Spirit trying to tell you this, someone tells me the gospel and you decide, not, like, there's no urgency there. There's no urgency to try to make it right with someone, whether they did you wrong or you did them wrong. Mm -hmm. There's no urgency to do that. 
mm-hmm. for some reason. Because it's, it's like, like you said, we get frozen. We go, there's always the next day when there may not be, you know. Well, and it wouldn't matter if there is the next day. God told you to do it today. Right. So, yeah, that, and that goes back to what you're saying, too. So that's, mm-hmm. that's another thing that I've been pondering for myself. <clears throat> it's not even one of those things where I'm mad at everybody else. I've mm-hmm. seen it around, and I mean what I say. You know, we talk about being culture setters. I think sometimes that's misinterpreted to mean being a culture setter means I point out how everyone else isn't doing it right. Being a culture setter to me is like I symbolically, I'm carrying a flag of this. I'm sticking the ground. I'm going to do it, yep. whether you do it or not. Yep, doesn't um, matter. So that's the kind of, to me, that's leadership, and that's what I want to do and be. So I'm trying to do that. The other odd thing, unrelated to this, that's yeah. been on my mind, is, and I, I researched this. This is true. So I looked up, and I saw that they did an orchestra. Okay. Right? There's an orchestra. Like, things are starting to come around again. An orchestra. And in the orchestra, they're all wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's fair. Makes sense for your violinist. If that's what you believe, you want to wear a mask. But the people playing the brass winds, I think that's what they're called, mm-hmm. right? the woodwinds, they have a hole cut in the mask that they are blowing <laughs> their instruments. It's so um, ridiculous. I, I am, this is not even a political thing, right? mm-hmm. although I have my thoughts. Sure. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's the it's same true. mindset as when I see people driving down the road by themselves with a mask, a mask on. on inside their car. Yeah. And I, you know, I've, I, I just, I've done it where I forgot for a second, but uh-huh. I've not. I mean, these people are just driving around town yep. with a mask on. Mm-hmm. I even went yesterday, and I was kind of reminded that this is still going on. Because um, here in the Midwest, at least in our town, you know, yes, mask mandates are, st- but... It's it hasn't, it hasn't, we've been living our life, kind of living our life. We do the best we can. Yeah. You know, we we certainly at our church have, have we, we clean extra, all those kinds of things. Right. We have masks available for people. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, it is what it is. We don't force that um, mm-hmm. right or wrong. <clears throat> but, so sometimes I forget and I went to shake this guy's hand and he goes, oh, I'll shake your hand. And then I was like, what? Oh, it's right. COVID, COVID, man. Yep. So, so weird. It, uh. Yeah, it's just an odd thing. It's it to see that orchestra. Was was the orchestra socially distanced too? Like was everybody? Six it looked like other? they were all close together, man. Like in the, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but the ones uh-huh. I looked up, I could you seen multiple. But the the you're spitting. Yeah, it's just an oh, man. I it's just an odd thing. We're living in such a surreal time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, man, keep praying for this this world and our country and all that. A lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, weird weird times. I also encourage you, you know, we don't get political a lot, but I will say this, guys. Don't take what the media tells you as what a candidate is. Mm-hmm. You know, just because someone says something bluntly or whatever does not mean go look at the – see where you stand with actual um, issues. Okay, yeah. a lot of the young people, you millennials, Gen Z that are watching this, you think you let the media tell you who to vote for because, you know, we had this conversation with someone I dearly love, and, and I – if she's watching – I hope she knows that I admire her. But one of the things she said when I said, okay, why are you voting for this person? Mm-hmm. And she didn't know. Right. It, other than yeah, no idea. saying that the one candidate was uh, this, you know, XYZ, which wasn't even true. And we debunked that in 30 seconds. Yep. Um, so there's a website called I Stand With. Okay. www.istandwith.com. I believe it's mm-hmm. I Stand With. And yeah. um, let me look that up while we're talking. And it's a quiz, correct? Yeah. And it's, non, non, uh, it's a nonprofit, nonpartisan mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> website that yeah. essentially helps you. It's going to ask you questions in general about 
and you can answer as many or as few as you want, depending on what's mm -hmm. important. It's going to tell you who you match with candidate-wise across the board. That's right. So I really encourage you guys, if you're going to vote, um, yep, it's I side with. So www.isidewith, so I, sidewith.com. Mm -hmm. And if you go there, you can take this quiz, and it's very serious, and go through yep. as many as you want, as detailed. Right. And it's going to tell you which candidates fit what you believe. Which is awesome. Please take that serious, guys, especially as we get closer to election time. I think everyone would say, regardless of your stance, I certainly believe this is a very important election. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, don't, I don't know, take it, you need to take it serious. If you're a Christian, That's also right. do not compromise. I'm telling you, know, there isn't a, quote, Christian candidate, but I certainly believe there are candidates that, uh, that stand it, in my opinion, ideologically are not compatible with, um, with Christianity, mm -hmm. right? Um. In certain areas, and there's no perfect candidate. I right. get that. But, mm. you know, no, it's not that I'm afraid to say it, but, yeah. Uh, and I will if someone asks me, but just, just, I side with.com, check that out. Absolutely. Yes. The mass thing kind of brought that do up. Do not take, like you said earlier, like, don't take immediate face value. Don't do it. You're a great example of that without going into detail. It's true, man. When we first met, who you liked, if you were, I'll never forget. And the thing I love about AJ is he's open. He's like, yeah. this is who I like. And I was like, why? And he's like, oh, he's um, awesome. Yep, yeah. I literally knew nothing. And then no, we start no, talking no about it. And it. you took the quiz even mm -hmm. even further recently again. And you're like, well, I'm completely mm -hmm. different than what I was raised in. Yeah. Same here. Everything. Same here. Completely I'm, different. Yeah. Um, I had no reason to like who I liked. And I never, I haven't voted. I've never voted in my life. But, but you I'm are this be, year. Yep. I'll be voting in this election for the first time. Just excited. Because I realized that I realized the importance <clears> of what voting is now. Yeah, man, you've got you've got I to live in ignorance. So I was like, yeah, it's not cool. voting. Or who's cool. Not voting is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about anything. <laughs> I think, yeah, even more than that, guys. Make sure those of you watching, if you are Christians, you need to pray for this country and pray Absolutely. for our, even if you don't like, pray for our president, pray for our leaders. Um, they are facing uh, decisions and weight that you can't even fathom. That's right. So and, and like you said, if you're a Christian, you got to remember just how David treated Saul as his, as his devoted leader, even though he's trying to kill him. Remember yeah, that. You need to. That's that's good, man. God, uh, that's good. That's good. Moving on from that. So that's where we're at. <clears throat> Some exciting things happening around here. Um, pretty pretty excited. One other random thing, and I'm only sharing it because I want other people to know. Everyone feels this. I had a weird moment of insecurity this week, which I shouldn't imagine. Mm -hmm. So we're doing this series. I'm super excited about. Um, called uh, Perspectives. Yeah. In the last, it'll be four months, you're actually going to November, where I'm allowing, we're allowing people in the congregation, young guys, the opportunity to preach a message to see if that's a gift for them or if mm -hmm. that's where they want to go. So it's been good. With that, when I don't preach, <sighs> this is going to seem so petty, but if I'm going to be honest, it's, these thoughts come and they're ridiculous. Yeah. When you see people respond, not in person, but like, for instance, there's someone I know who shared that sermon, who goes to our church, who doesn't ever share ones that I preach, right? Which mm -hmm. is so stupid. And I know God has called me whenever, and I and I believe him when I preach. But it's one of those things that's like, gosh, man, those things can hurt you. And then you Absolutely. start doubting yourself. Yes. And from according to what you guys say, that's an area that I should never doubt, like my gift no, in that, right? But my point in bringing that up is, is that it doesn't matter, is that the enemy will try to mess with you even in your strengths. That's right. He'll, because he doesn't do want you to use that, right? Yeah. Because that's where God has gifted you. He doesn't want you to use that for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So had a little moment to that. Got to talk with you guys a little bit and be reminded of truth. So that was yeah, good. Man. He wants to isolate us any way possible. Yeah, and make us doubt what yep. he's done for us. So really cool stuff. Go check that out. I'm excited to hear yours. Um, 
You're, you're wrapping it up, though, right? You'll be I am wrapping it up. Yeah, <clears> unless something be, changes. It'll be cute. It'll be pants. interesting. Just kidding. <laughs> I can say that because Blake doesn't watch this. Guarantee it. <laughs> Guarantee he doesn't watch this. Got him. Now, he'll watch every other podcasting strange video in the world, <laughs> but not the one that he's a part of on Thursdays. Yep. Got him. Anyway, excited. Love you guys. Thanks so much for your support. Mm-hmm. Keep praying for our church. Come check it out. It's exciting stuff. So we'll uh, dive into some questions here and mm-hmm. see what uh, what the people have have to say. All right. I don't know how to talk. <laughs> this flip inside again. Uh, told you these mics, man. I know. All right. <clears throat> Can you make sure they're still hearing us? Is that possible? Okay. That was to uh, intern Clint. <clears throat> He's like our uh, young Jamie. Yeah. Do you guys... Okay, here we go. Question. Do you think that being addicted to caffeine would be sinful or slash just drinking an excess of Mount is sinful? Um, that's a good question. I feel like this is, this is aimed at certain yeah. people as I drink my mm-hmm. 3D out of this cup. Me too. Um, so, here's the thing. I've heard multiple things. I've heard, you know, people talk about how your body's a temple, right? Mm-hmm. Take care of it. Which is true. Um, I think an excess of anything is unhealthy and I think it's hard to say if it's sinful you know that's where I struggle it's just like how we've talked about before where we talk about um, we talk about like people smoking right like is smoking bad yes is it a sin I don't think so so similar with like caffeine abuse right or you know coffee whatever you know I think that it's definitely not the best but you know we do it to get by (laughs) Is this working still, guys? Sorry. Or did it fall? No, it's still up. Okay. Uh, Sorry, guys. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... In case the podcast, they know what's happening. These lavalier lavalier mics, man, they're driving me crazy. In fact, I'm really voting. We go back to the other ones. Who cares about the sound? I can't handle it anymore. We try to get some arms. Well, even if we don't. I just... Mm -hmm. We got to do something. I can't do this, man. It's falling on my shirt. Uh Yours... Yours is good. Now. Why can't I talk today? Is it... It's, it's above. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, you guys probably hear a bunch of sounds. It's against my skin. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just the clip. The clip's hitting your skin. The actual mic. Is <sighs> I hate these things so much. If he's <laughs> watching Tim, I can't stand him, man. We got to do something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know they get better sound, though, so that's why mm-hmm. we do it. Uh, addicted to caffeine. You know, addiction to caffeine is interesting, man. Yeah. What What is addiction? So then we got to start saying, is it... Like, to me, addiction... The idea of addiction is sinful in the true sense of it because you are going to it for quote life. Right. You're going to Full it. Reliance. Yeah. It's it's you're going to it as opposed to God. Do I think drinking a cup of coffee, drinking energy drinks is that? No. Do I? You know, it's the difference between cocaine mm-hmm. and caffeine. You know, are they similar? People trying to make this argument, and it's ridiculous. What happens? You know, the idea of fiending after a drug, right? It's very rare that you see someone fiending after caffeine to yeah. the same extent, or where it's affecting your life, or the way can you fa- affecting the way that you treat others, etc. So, mm-hmm. um, could it be? Could you be addicted to it? I'm sure you could. Yeah. Um, I just think it's dangerous territory to start saying, you know, if, if you yourself, I'll tell you this though, the scripture says this: if you yourself feel convicted about your drinking of caffeine, yeah. then you should. Respond to that. The Bible says that because God may be telling you specifically where I think you need to be careful is telling other people that. I Does that make sense? Yes. And I was going to say. Paul talks about this in relation to eating food offered to idols, a somewhat similar thing in Scripture. Yes. I was going to mention wine too. 
Like, yeah. I feel like people, like, this is kind of similar territory to wine where people are like, you shouldn't drink it all. You know, while, you know, even the Bible, like, can drink wine. And it even says, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, in a, in a sense, when they say to drink wine, it's almost like to kind of let loose a little bit, like, let yourself relax. Uh, it talks about that in Proverbs, yeah. Yeah. That he, he talks about that it can be that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... You always take it to a place, though, that I kind of like, well, we got to make sure people know. Uh, Yes. (laughs) That's why why I always say it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. The idea of what you said, I think, is true. I mean, you you know, I'm not going to tell someone having a beer or something's wrong if they're of age. Right. Because we are called to follow the laws of the land. So that's sinful if you break the law. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is similar to that. You have to be honest with yourself and obedient to the spirit. So a person asking this question, if you're asking because you're wondering about me, mm-hmm. you know, you can ask, but you can't assume yeah. that. Real talk. That's right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think it's more powerful to, for someone to say I love you when they never say it or for someone to say I love you often? Mm. I think it's more powerful to say it more often, man. Because I think it shows the vulnerability, right? Like, Like your belief in love, you know? I think when... I feel like when if there's a part of you that is scared to say I love you to people, there's a lack of trust. There's a lack of belief in what you, especially if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian and you struggle to say that you love people, I think there's there might be a wound there that you got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Good point. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is a pretty like personal question. I think they're just asking us individuals, mm-hmm. not as like God. I don't. Do you think it's powerful to say I love you when they never say it? Um. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't answer that, to be honest. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, I think that's a pretty personal question. Yeah. Meaning, I, I just don't know the answer. Probably depends on the person. Hmm. Next question slash topic. The power of comfort of the Holy Spirit is the topic here. Uh, the per, This person says, I recently had a weird comfort feeling. I was just sitting with my Bible earlier and had an overwhelming sense of peace and comfort mm-hmm. when I had my hand on it. I then, as weird as it sounds, wrapped my Bible tightly in my arms and immediately felt safe and happy. Is that weird? No, I don't think that's weird. I mean, this is the breathe, living, breathing Word of God, you know? Like, you read these things and it applies to your life. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with having a good feeling of having your Bible in your hands, man. I mean, it's, you know, we talk about... This isn't spoken about often, but we have those supernatural moments sure. in life, and like maybe that's just one of those. It's one of those things, right? Where like you just felt this presence, right, of what this thing is doing for you. Mm. You know, nothing wrong with that, and it's not weird to me. Yeah, I would agree. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the Comforter. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, "I will send you a Counselor or a Comforter." Um, it's one of its many, his many names, and yeah, I think those moments are. It's I don't know. It is the Word of God, whether it's the Bible, but there's something in that moment. Absolutely, that's. That's the Holy Spirit doing what God promised it would do. Hmm. He would do. Um, can you guys talk about, and I've had this similar thing before. I've fallen asleep in my Bible before when I was not feeling comfortable so, hmm. or sad or scared or whatever. Right. Can you guys talk about this topic on the web series? How to rekindle your love for people, your passion for evangelism, and just generally being on fire and wanting to serve people. I long to be overflowing with love for God's people and the lost like I used to be. I keep serving and doing love. I like that, doing love, the action. Nice. So they, um, but they said, I keep serving and doing love, but I find myself missing this passion I used to always have. Hmm. How do I get it back? I think when you, when you remember what Jesus has done for you and the act of love that he, he put himself through, I think that, that'll ignite you. you know? hmm. I th- and, but I mean like not just knowing it in your head, right? Like when you actually take a moment to process what he's done for you, 
that's going to ignite something. Especially if you are a believer and you believe in what Jesus has done and you believe in what we believe, that's going to it's going to light you up. You know, remembering what the gospel is. I think that's why it tells us to remind ourselves of the gospel every day. You know, once we remember that what that is, and that's the best news in the world, you're going to want to love people with passion. Mm. That's good. Um, I think we go through dry spells sometimes. Sometimes I, think I sometimes I think God can use those to strengthen our faith. You know, are we willing to follow when we don't feel it? Mm. I really like that whoever asked this question that you said, I keep doing love. That's a really beautiful way to put it because it I is like an that. action. Um, love is patient, love is kind. So sounds like you're on the right track. Um, as far as the reigniting the fire for it, we talk about it a lot here, the disciplines, praying, reading God's word, worshiping, going to church. Um, there's something to that. Mm-hmm. There's something to doing what God tells us to do, and, and you tend to be healthy. So it's like an, uh, a tree. If you want a tree to be healthy, it needs light, and it needs water, and it needs good soil. You need the same thing to bear good fruit. And um, I think that's something to keep in mind. And it's real. I get it. You know, it, it sounds Christianese because sometimes we're like, oh, just pray about it. And we don't think about what prayer really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, um, yeah, we do that to, to give ourselves what we need. And in, in the midst of that, that fire and that passion rekindles. The other thing I would say to do is ask God to do that. One of the prayers that I prayed all the time, and this is a true story is God, give me eyes to see people the way you do. Mm. And it it changes you. So keep praying and keep serving and loving, and God's going to honor that. And I will encourage you by telling you, even though you don't feel like you have that passion, whoever asked this question, the fact that you're even it even bothers you, that you don't feel like you used to, while you're still serving and doing what God says, is such a beautiful thing. Yes. And shows your heart and your faith. So I love it. Serving heart, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's it. It's all of them today. Boom. All right, we're caught up. Yes, we are. How many questions have been asked? I'd have to add it up, man. I don't know. Yeah. Thousands. That's crazy. Legitimately thousands. That's insane, man. What a wild thing you've done um, here. God, just... I, could, I guess I could probably see 491. Um, uh, keep talking. You have to say something. Uh, uh, 1296. Gonna, wow, 1296. So we're getting close to question 1296. Wow. Close to question Who's going to be? Yeah. Jeez, man. Gonna that's be so surreal. So that's crazy to think about, man, in, in a couple of years. Well, actually, how, when did you guys start doing this as a as a sermon series? It was like, like 2016, right? Well, that sounds right. It's four years. Four years and 1,300 questions being asked, man. That's special. God's good. Thank you guys so much for being... Um, I don't know, for being willing to join us in this and to ask these questions, which enables to have these conversations, which encourage other people. Because I really think this is true. When you ask questions, you're not just asking for yourself. There's a lot of people out there who are probably thinking the same thing you are. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, you're serving in a way too. So thanks so much. So good. I love that, man. That's it, man. I got nothing else. You got anything you want to say to the crowd here? Uh, I love you guys. Thank you for watching Real Talk Web Series. You guys are the reason why we do this. You know, like you said, this is all about Jesus. This is all about reaching others, showing people that, hey, there is a there's a real way. Um, no way. Thought about a meme hit my head anyways. So... Love you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, And uh, hey, make sure you share this. And if you're listening to the podcast, hey, the link is in the description of the podcast and it's also in each episode. So hope you guys are asking questions. Thank you. 
Yeah, he said it. Um, I think he mentioned the link above for asking questions is up there. It'll be in this video or in the description on the podcast as well, right? Mm-hmm. Wherever you're watching, www.theremnant.life slash real there's talk. Um, please like and share this. If you like the podcast, you can even share a link of the podcast on your various social media, mm-hmm. guys. I promise you, if you do that, someone else is going to check it out. Help us out. Help us to get the, the word out that having real conversation is valuable and important. And also maybe letting someone get an answer to a question that they've been nervous to ask. <clears throat> As I mentioned, the link is completely anonymous. You can ask these questions or topics and no one can find you know who That's you right. are. Interact with us in the comments below. If you're on Facebook watching, guys, please, the more engagement, which means shares, likes, comments, the more people this reaches. That's how social media works. So, um, you know, I'm calling out our church folk. I know a lot of our church folk don't watch this, which mm-hmm. saddens me, man, because I don't get a chance. We don't get a chance to talk. Uh, a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. But if you would you like and share this? I know, um, you know, well, I don't want to. I've heard people say, well, I don't want to bombard my friends with this kind of stuff. But you'll bombard them with memes. That's true. So just take a chance and share this and show it and like and comment and even put maybe in your description what it is you liked about it because that'll right. get people to watch. If you have suggestions um, for how to make the show better or stuff that's kind of bothering you, you're welcome to put that in the link as well. Again, if you don't feel comfortable messaging us, you can put that suggestion and it's anonymous using the same link. Or you can, if you want to, we can have a discussion in the comments below. Other than that, <clears throat> you can find more information out about us via the Facebook page, The Remnant Church of Whitley County, or at our website, which is probably better, at www.theremnant.life. Go there. You can check out old sermons, uh, other Real Talk videos, all kinds of cool stuff, mm-hmm. what we believe, all of that. Other than that, I think that's about it. I will say, I'm going to say it. We, we've got a bit of an announcement for Real Talk Live. I think we're going to go on hiatus for a while. We've mm-hmm. talked about this. So this might be the last show for a while. So if you're a Real Talk Live fan, this Thursday, 9 p.m., might be the last time you see us for a while uh, live. We're going to keep doing the podcast, yeah. keep doing the web series. But, yeah, we're just um, yeah, we're going to take a little hiatus and figure out where we want to go with it. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to see you guys there. We'd love to smash a record before we, we ride off. That's right. So hope you guys have a great day. Appreciate you. And truly, we mean this. God bless you. <laughs>